There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. Chai FM, soul to soul. Welcome to our show this week on Chai FM. Thank you so much for joining us on Soul to Soul. This Arab Shabbos Kodesh Pasha's Truma Tov Shin Pei Beis. We're going to be spending a lot of time today talking about Adar and Simcha. But let's start off with the Dvatera on on the Pasha. So it's quite noticeable that the commandment to build the Shulchan, the table precedes the Tzivoy to build the Menorah. In the Chasm Sefer, he quotes an early Rishan who explains this based on Chazal, who explained that Zvulun, who was the brother that engaged in commerce, always comes before Yisachar, who devoted himself totally to Torah study. In order for Yisachar to be able to learn unimpeded by worry over his financial obligations, it's critical that he be supported by the by the supporters of, of Torah. Likewise, the Shulchan, which represents physical sustenance, precedes the Menorah, the symbol of Torah. Right? Bearing this in mind, the Ksav Seifer wonders why the Aron which is literally the repository of Torah and represents Torah at its at its you know purest form at its at its zenith should likewise also be preceded by the Shulchan. The Ksav Sefer distinguishes between two types of Talmud Chacham: one who is what we call a tzaddik gamur, perfectly righteous, and one who has yet to achieve. That apex of spiritual devotion. The one who is mamish, the paragon of, of Ruchnis, of spirituality, whose faith and trust in Hashem parallels his Torah knowledge. This person who is uh, uh, similar to, to Mamish Rabbi Hanina ben Daisa, who says, whose trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu was unequivocal. So he represents the very, very exemplar of spirituality, and he doesn't require Zavulin support. Indeed, he supports Zavulin. Right? The, the, the real, the, so the Talmud the Tzaddik Gomor, doesn't even need a Zavulin. However, the other Talmud who has not yet attained this level of Emun and Hashem still requires the support of, of Zavulin. So we now understand why the Aaron precedes the Shulchan. The Aaron is placed in the Kedesh HaKadoshim, in the Holy of Holies. It is the receptacle in which the two Luchais, the two tablets were placed. The Aaron understandably signifies the Talmud Chacham whose Torah study and knowledge supports Zavulin's commerce. That it is Zavulin's great merit to partner with the Yisachar's Torah study. The Menorah, however, represents the second brand of Tamachacham, who is devoted to Torah certainly and has achieved a significant level of Torah knowledge. But his learning, notwithstanding, he has yet to scale the ladder of Ruchnius, as does his counterpart, who is represented by, by the Aaron. So perhaps the Aaron's precedence to the Shulchan imparts a powerful, powerful message. Pure Torah precedes everything. So the Vulan support of Yisachar is only due to the fact that he understands the true value of Torah. A Zavulin who contributes because of the, the, the lights and, and whistles and the fanfare and the accolades that he gathers will only give as long as he's recognized to be a significant partner and even in his own mind at least greater than Yisachar. Such support 
hardly lost. Thus, the Zavulin seeks attention more than he wants to support Yisachar. While it is important to manifest our Akkurasatayv, our gratitude to, to him, we must remember that, you know, is he come, is, is he go. We can lose it at any time if our, uh, if our patronage misses its, its mark. This is 11.9 Chai FM, Soul to Soul. We'll be back in a moment. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb, only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, Salt and Salt, back on your radio, Erev Shabbos, Kodesh, Pasha, Tzuma, Tovshin, Pebez. We're in to Chodesh Adar, and we're focusing this week on Simcha, the most elusive of all traits, the most difficult to attain, and even if you attain it, the hardest to, to keep. How do we get simcha in our lives? So I'm going to share with you a few things that perhaps we can use as ways of achieving simcha. Some of them may seem a little bit unusual, but they all come from documented sources, and I'm sure you'll find something that will help you. Stay tuned because probably the last one might be the one that you connect with the best. So first of all, Tzugula number one, a way for a person to be saved from any kind of worry and to be happy and content all the time is that straight away, after he finishes the morning brachas, without any interruption of speech as soon as he finishes saying the brachas he should say three times Michal HaKoyin HaGodol Sar HaApotropos Shal Yisrael Michal is the Koyin Godol he is the, the he represents Klaiso that's a skula I don't understand necessarily how it works but it's a skula that can bring a person to to Simcha number two another one that a, another schooler to be saved from sadness is to eat dates. But obviously, check them very carefully first because dates often have all kinds of uh, uh, menagerie living inside, inside of it. A third one, brought in the name of the Kos of L'chaim, that again, a way to avoid worry is to eat something red, like uh, like red crimson. And he explains, based on, on a pasuk, pasuk in Tehillim says, when doyeg edomi is, is name of a person, but uh, sort of explained homiletically, when doyeg, when worries come, to a person, so then adaimi. So the 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 tikkun is to have something red that that might alleviate the this situation. In the Sefer Oitzachayim, he brings in the name of Avisocha Daiv that uh, to learn the Sefer of the Pnei Yeshua is certainly able to bring a person to Simcha. When a person works through a nice shtickle of a Pnei Yeshua and understands it and has a real clarity, a real clarity in the Sugya, that absolutely brings the greatest degree of real, real Simcha. The Be'emoshi brings as follows. One of the most important ingredients that can lead a person to Simcha is modesty. That as it's uh, it's brought in in the, in the name of of uh, some of the great got the great authorities on the pasuk in Kohelis says v'simcha mazu oise, which which we translate what what is the simcha all all about? He says really if someone wants to attain real simcha, so then if he will act in a very modest circumspect way, 
right? As as if he's a ma. What 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 am I? I'm I'm not much. So then that creates the simcha. And if and as he's learning the pasuk as as follows, simcha zu ma. So I say, if you if you make yourself into a modest person and don't worry about what other people think about you and don't worry about uh, what everyone else is doing, then that can bring a person to real, real uh, 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 a simcha. Number six in the Sefer Yitaponim, it's it says that a schooler to attain simcha is to write the name of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And in, 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 in look at it, as the Pesach says, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Saman. If I have HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name in His presence, if I'm consciously aware of the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in front of me, and then the very next Pesach is Lachain Samach Libi. When I realize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always with me and HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs everything in my life, there's not a detail in my life that's not controlled by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that has the ability to bring a person to real levels of genuine, of genuine simcha. The Gemara and Shabbos on Dav Kufgutes says that having something hot to eat and drink on Moitzah Shabbos is a, tre- is a tremendous remedy to remove any kind of sadness from a person. And this again, it's hinted to in a Pesach in Tehillim, we say it every day, Hashem, who heals those who are brokenhearted, literally, he bandages up all their sadness. And he says, if you take the word, so the first letters of that word stand for, Chamin, hot food, right? That creates a person to, to, to become, become, uh, uh, you know, very great. And then the very next passage says, La'atz voisam, to tell you that having a la'malka is a refuah to banish sadness from, from a person. Try it. Don't say it doesn't work until you've actually tried all, all these, all these things. Another one, it's brought in, in, in this foreign accusation from the Talmudim of the Baal Shem Tov, that a schooler to achieve simcha, and, 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 and a lofty kind of feeling is connecting oneself to your Rav. When a person is connected to his Rav and learning and gleaning from everything that he says, that creates a tremendous, a tremendous uh, asimcha. And also, obviously, learning Torah and occasionally going, going to the, uh, to the, to the, to the mikveh. And uh, those are all things that that, uh, that that's a that's a, a a zemer that a person can bring can bring a person to real to real uh, to real happiness. Uh, they say also in the name of tzaddikim that if someone is involved, you're going to work, and he's involved in business, but he's scrupulously honest in his business, that creates simcha, and that's also hinted to. In, in a pasuk, simchu b'Hashem, rejoice in Hashem ve'aninu kol Yisraelim. That someone who is yashar, who's straight, who's honest, so then he can always be in a situation of uh, of, uh, of of simcha. Obviously, one of the main ways that a person can really achieve true simcha is, of course, to have positive thoughts, and when a person is Doing whatever he's doing, the shame, shame shamayim, and his davening and his learning, he does it with with excitement, and he does it like he wants to do it. That transplants a person into the world of of of, of simcha, and 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 brings down continuous flow of simcha into his into his uh, uh, into his heart. When a person feels the 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 you know, that he wants to focus on positivity instead of on negativity. In fact, if you think about it, the word besimcha, sin mem ches is the same letters as machshava. That when a person is serving Hakadosh Baruch Hu 
and and doing what he needs to do, that creates the greatest the greatest simcha. And just to end, it once it's told over that when the briskarov was once walking in the street, and he saw children playing and, and laughing and happy as can be, so they said, "Why can I be? Why are these children so happy? Because they still don't have." Any worries, and that's why they can be happy. And 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 the, and the Briskarov answered, "Hakadosh Baruch Hu created a happy world. Only that when we get up, when we grow up, and our our negative character traits kick in, that messes up the simcha and creates and creates our, our negativity. But the default state of a person is to be happy." And that's why we don't find Allah that we're told how to be happy. In Av, we're told, this is what you must do to reduce your simcha. But in Adah, we're just asked to get back to your natural state. Be a happy person. Be a person who's enthusiastic and excited to serve our Kaddish Baruch Hu and do what we need to do on a daily basis. This is 101.9 Chai FM. We'll be back with lots of lots more. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb, only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, so back on your radio, Erev Shabbos, Greatest Pashas, Truma, Tavshin, Pebez. Thank you for joining us. And obviously, this is the first Shabbos in Chodesh Adar, in the month of Adar. Yes, we're lucky this year we have actually two Adars, and, and although Purim is still six Weeks away, we're starting to get into gear. We're starting to have a bit of an understanding, perhaps prepare ourselves for what real simcha is, what joy is, and how we how we achieve it. So we know there's a Gemara in Tainis on Daf Chavtes that says, "Am Rabbi Yehuda, Bereid Rav Shmuel Bashilas." Rabbi Yehuda says, "Bishmei Rav," in the name of Rav, Keshem in the same way, Shemishenichnas Av. That when the month of Av comes, we minimize the amount of simcha that we experience and we have whole different kind of conducts that we do to sort of minimize the simcha. We don't wash, we don't, we don't bathe, we don't eat meat, etc. So too, when Adar comes in, we increase the amount of joy we have. And Rashi says, why? Because these are days when tremendous miracles happen for the Jewish nation, i.e. the miracles of Purim and the miracles of, of Pesach, which of course is in, is in Nisan. Now the Abdurov in, in Oyev Yisrael says that when uh, it says, Mishenichnas Adar Marbim Besimcha, so if you take the word Besimcha, the numerical value of the word Besimcha is 355, which is exactly the same as the word Shana, year to teach us that during the month of Adar we can draw down simcha that will be sufficient to last us and keep us going and keep us well well fortified for the entire for the entire year in uh, in the Sefer he learns from the words of Chazal since it says that when Adar comes in Marbin B Simcha we increase he doesn't say Marbin Simcha we increase simcha. What, but what, in fact, it adds that extra base bisimcha. He learns from that that what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wanted from us is that during this month we should increase doing doing things and, and experiencing things that bring a person to 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 simcha. And let's let's bring a few things that we can learn from perhaps the the mazel of of Chaydish Adar regarding the concept of. Uh, regarding the concept of, uh, of of simcha, you know, it's uh, the the uh, the Rebbe Elimelech says on the pasuk in Mishlei, simcha leish bemane piv, that there can be great joy to a person in what he expresses with his mouth. Now he says, he says mane, the word mane comes from the word inui, the lashon of suffering. That if we could have control and discipline our mouth, we merit true, true simcha. Every moment 
that a person controls himself and doesn't say something that is forbidden, he merits tremendous, tremendous simcha. Now we know the the uh, the sign of the month of Adar are is, is fish, and the the special quality of fish is from all the other uh, living animals in in the creation is that they don't make any noise at all, right? And in fact, uh, the, the, the Maral says that in, in Netzach Israel, that man is special. He has the ability to, to speak. All the other living beings, they have some kind of sound that they make, some kind of expression of, of, of voice. However, fish, they don't have any sound at all. They don't say a thing. In other, in other words, the special quality of, 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 of fish is quiet silence and therefore Adar specifically it's it's a sign is is fish why because the concept is silence and it teaches us that if we guard our mouths and we keep quiet and we don't say things even if we're tempted to through that we merit tremendous, tremendous simcha. And that's why this month is so special, so set aside to achieve great, great simcha. There's another special quality that applies specifically to fish, and, and, and that is that you can't see them. They're underwater. They're not, they're not visible. They tell a story about Rav Shmuel Greinerman, who was the brother-in-law of the Chaznish. One time he visited it the Chofetz Chaim, and he told him that he's about to go to America to, uh, for a mission, for, you know, the public, public needs, for Tzor Chetibah, he has to go. When the Chofetz Chaim heard this, he asked him, please, that he should help him, right, to, to help, to find a, a, a donor for, to print his, his Sefer, Sefer HaMitzvah HaKotzer which he hadn't long ago completed writing it, and until now he hadn't managed to, to be able to finance its, uh, its, its printing. So Rav Granin was very, very happy on the opportunity that he'd be able to, to help the, his, his Rebbe, the, the, the Chavetz Chaim, to, to publish a, a Sefer and, 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 and publicize it. And he quickly... Uh, responded in the affirmative to the Chavetz Chaim's request. Uh, however, the Chavetz Chaim said one, one more thing. You have to know that my request is, isn't so simple because since my whole intention in printing the Sefer is only L'Shem Shemayim, I want that the one who donates the money and, and sponsors the Sefer also must do it completely L'Shem Shemayim with complete desire and not for any covered or any, or any kind of you know, recognition. And even if he wants uh, uh, you know, uh, some kind of a dedication in, in the Sefer and, he, he, and he's prepared to forego that after he hears from you my, my, my condition, that already is no good. That already has ruined the, the whole purpose and there's now a, 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 a lack in his donation, and I don't want to use that money for my, for, for my safe. That was the condition he imposed on, on Avchaim Garman. Avchaim Garman traveled to America, and uh, he had uh, you know, davening in, in his heart that he'd be able to, to find, in spite of the, the difficulty in finding such a donor, he would find someone who would be able to make the Rebbe, make the Chavetz Chaim happy. It was quite a long trip. He was there for several weeks. And when he came to the, the shores of, of America, he, he, he became sick. And the local, the local doctor... Uh, examined him and instructed him that in order for him to be healthy, in order for him to recover, he's going to have to uh, stay in, in, in a warm area. He's going to have to go to a, a warm part of, uh, of America. And he suggested that he go down to, to Florida. When, when uh, Chaim got to Florida, 
So he got off the, the train, and while he was still actually uh, walking on the, on the station towards the exit, a Yid came over to him, an American Jew came over to him, and greeted him. Rav Chaim asked the man, what are you doing here on the train station? So the man explained that he's standing here in order to warn any guests, anyone who arrives, not to go to the so-called kosher hotel in, in the city because it's kashrus is, 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 is a joke. It's, it's a, a, the, the person giving the heksha is a reform uh, a rabbi. And obviously you cannot rely on it. When the guest heard the words, he asked him, if so, where, where can I stay in the city? Right? So said the man, I'm inviting you to, to stay in my, in my house. And uh, he pleased, he, he made such a suggestion with a beautiful smile on, on his face. And he took him home and they greeted him and, and looked after him with uh, in a beautiful, beautiful kind of way. And, and, they, and they took care of all of his, uh, all of his needs to the, to the fullest, to the fullest uh, degree. So, in one of the uh, the conversations that uh, Rav Chaim had with his with his host, so the host, uh, so Rav Chaim told him that the uh, real reason he was coming to America, and asked him, "Do you perhaps uh, know someone that would be prepared to donate a thousand thousand dollars for the for the printing of the of the safe of the of the Chavetz Chaim?" But because Rav Chaim was preoccupied and had been sick, he forgot totally to mention the the condition of of the of of the Chavetz Chaim that whoever's going to be this donor has to do it absolutely because he wants to donate without any desire for for a, a dedication or any kind of any kind of a honor. So the host heard the request of the guest, and straight away he said. He wants to donate the entire amount of a thousand dollars himself without anybody else. And he's interested to donate it anonymously. And that no one should know that about, about the donation. And without any kind of, uh, uh, any kind of dedication, nothing in the, in the, in, in the safe. Rav Chaim heard his words and he froze. Mamish from Hashem, this, 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 this was exactly what he wanted. I didn't mention anything. I didn't mention the condition of the Chavetz Chaim. The Hashem brought this, this person to me, the Ashkocha, right? Cause that exactly what the Chavetz Chaim wanted, this person was prepared to do. And with tremendous, tremendous joy, the, the Rav Chaim went back to, to Radin and in his hand was the full amount of a thousand dollars to print to print the sefer, and after a short time, Baruch Hashem, the the sefer was was published. Sefer mitzvahs hakatzer came came to uh, came to came to light. After the Chavetz Chaim already passed away, Rav Chaim Garman was zayichet to go to uh, Eretz Yisrael, and one day, when he's sitting on on his merpeset uh, in his in his house, so he sees. The going of Rabbitzal Jolti walking on the on, on the pavement near his house. So Rabbitzal called out, please come come up to my house. And he told Rabbitzal the whole story with the about, about the, the printing of, of the Sefer of, of, of the Mitzvah of the Chavetz Chaim. So Rabbi Jolti asked, with amazement, very nice story, but what, what does that have to do with, with me? Rav Chaim Garman answered that that Yid, who had the tremendous chus to be the donor of the Sefer, was none other than your father-in-law, Rav Yemechamil Wechsler. Right? Do you know about, about this donation? Right? Has your, did your father-in-law ever tell you about it? So Rav Chaim asked Rav Betzal Zolti. says, no, answered Rav Betzal. I never, ever, he never told me. My, my father never told me about this, uh, this this donation. And, in fact, I never heard about it from, from anybody. Right? So, 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 uh, Rav Chaim was very, very surprised by that. Rabbi Tzalel 
was quite curious to know that uh, if the story was actually uh, verifiable. And he went to his father-in-law's house and he asked him, right, is it correct what, what I heard that you were the one that, that uh, gave the nation for the printing of the Sefer, of the Sefer Metzah of the, of the, of the Chavetz Chaim? Rabbi Yechamil jumped from his place and he was so upset. How do you know that? He says, right? Oh, someone, someone I met told me that he himself uh, 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 right, that he was sent by the Chofetz Chaim to, to find this uh, a donor for, for, for the Sefer. And when Rabbi Yechumil heard this, he began to cry. And, and as much as uh, Rabbi Zalzolti tried to, tried to relax him, he didn't, he didn't manage. When he finally calmed down a bit, Rabbi Yechumil explained to his son-in-law, you know how many tzedakahs I've did in my life? But most of them, there's no, there's no value to it because I, they were publicized and I got, uh, I got covered for it. And, and covered is, is a terrible, terrible thing for, for me. And, and, and it, it, it takes away all my eschoyas. All my there was one act of stalker that I had that was completely clean of any covenant. No one knew about it. And I didn't get even one little bit of covenant for it. And that was the zechus of the printing of the Sefer of, of, of the Chafetz Chaim. And I knew that with this Maisa, I would be able to go up to, to, to Shemayim. And at least for that, I would get complete Tzachar in Shemayim. And now, when you found out about this, this, the story of this truma, so even the reward of this, uh, I'm, I've lost. Should I not cry about that? You know, the, the Mishkan, this week's Pasha, was divided into three fundamental uh, uh, portions in terms of its, its area. The Chatzar, the courtyard, which surrounded the Mishkan, the Kaidish, in which was the Menorah and the Shulchan and the Golden Zbeach, and the Kodesh HaKadoshim, in which there was the Oren. Right? The, the, the section that contained the Oren, right? And, and, and the Luchais, and, and the Kapiris, and the Kruvim, the cherubs on that. No one was allowed to go in there at all, except the Kohen Godel, on Yom HaKippur, that he would go for a certain amount of time to do a certain action, right? Uh, uh, actions that had to be done exactly and 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 uh, and uh, and uh, in in the right order and the right way, right? That was the Kodesh Kodesh Hakadoshim, and the Torah tells us in our parsha, "Vyosisa You have to make a separation. You have to make the parachas. You have to have hooks there. The the, the has to make a separation between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Hakadoshim. The Nitzif from Velazhin. In, in Hamik Dover, he, he makes a deal in the language of the Pasuk. It says, And the word lochem seemingly is completely extra. It's coming to teach us and coming to teach every single one of us that every single one of us needs to be, we have to be a parochis. We have to be a, a curtain. When we finally merit to fulfill a, a special mitzvah, something that uh, comes once in a lifetime, or maybe very, very rarely. That is our Oran Habris. That's, we, we each have our own Oran. And we have to put a Parochus and separate that, that no one else should know about that particular uh, uh, act. Not only from, you know, uh, uh, others around them, but even it should be a complete, complete secret that no one, that no one, uh, no one knows. Right, that you shouldn't be arrogant and, and, and you shouldn't sort of praise yourself for what, what you've done. This act has to be set aside and just be something holy that you did that remains hidden, that remains, that remains completely under wraps your whole life. Now, one of the main reasons that stops a person from achieving true simcha 
is because all the time he's thinking, what are others people saying about him? Chodesh Adar, we said the mazel is dugim, is fish, which are, are under under the water. Now we don't we don't see them, and they don't care what anyone else thinks or says about them. Right? Only the Ratz Nashem is what is what they do. A person who reaches the, the recognition that only Ratz Nashem is what I need to do, I don't care at all what other people say, he will attain a level of true simcha. And therefore, Chodesh Adar, which the mazel is dogim, that's a time where we can achieve true, true simcha. Another quality of fishes, so the Medrash brings in in uh, in Breshis Rabbah, just like fish, these fish, right, they grow in the water, but since, even though they live in a whole environment of water, when one drop more water comes into the into the pool, into the sea, they greet it with tremendous, tremendous joy, as if they never, ever tasted water in their lives. So to Kleiso, we grow in the water, we grow in the water of Taira, and when we hear something new, when we hear a, a new Dvartara, a new idea from the Torah, they accept it with, with tremendous thirst, as if they never ever heard a Dvartara before. In other words, the, the fish teach us to, to value even the small drop of, of Torah, even a small a small story about Avayis Hashem. To, to value it and to consider it so precious because the reward for it is tremendous, tremendous. Every single Jew needs to be uh, 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 fulfill the Pasuk I rejoice over all of your statements as if I found a tremendous, tremendous new, new treasure to rejoice on every single action that we do every time we do any service of Hashem we have to be so happy that we were to do to do a mitzvah if you would know to value every action and even the smallest ones that we that we do in our Avodah Hashem, right, then that would create a tremendous, tremendous simcha and would be filled with simcha all, all the, all the, uh, all, all the time. This is 11.9 FM, Soul to Soul. We got lots of work to do. We'll be back in a moment. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Musha Schnurb, only on 101.9 Chai FM. 101.9 Chai FM, Soul to Soul, back on your radio, air of Shabbos, Kodesh Pashas, Teruma, Tav Shin Pei Beis, first Shabbos of the first month of Chodesh El. It's such a pleasure to have you on board, spending some time with us, and uh, hopefully getting inspired, getting ready, getting uplifted for the coming Shabbos and the coming and the coming month. As we always do at this point on the broadcast, to let you know the important times that you need to know for this coming Shabbos. So, this afternoon, the earliest time for lighting candles this week is at 5.35, 25 to 6 is the earliest time to get the candles up. And as always, I encourage you to hop around, grab the opportunity to bring Shabbos in as early as you possibly can and make it part of your life in the most dominant kind of way as soon as you can possibly get everything ready <clears throat> and accept and accept Shabbos. Obviously, if you're going to shul, <clears throat> then you'll do that. The latest time for benching licht this week is at six forty. Although, of course, many shuls, many shuls accept the standard Johannesburg summertime uh, acceptance of Shabbos at quarter past six. We obviously follow our own community whenever it is that they accept Shabbos, i.e., whenever they say. Boy, Shalom, ensure that certainly if it's before 6.40, you are then bound to keep Shabbos from then. If not, 6.40 is the latest time. Anyway, Shkia is at 6.58, two minutes to seven. There's your injury time. If you're really, really uh, desperate, but please, let's try to get it on, ready on time and going beautifully and, and swimmingly and just make it the most amazing Shabbos uh, ever. If you want to, Davin, Myrev, uh, in the correct time and not have to repeat the Shema. So about 7.16, if you wait till then, you can Davin, Myrev, and everything is going to be 
all right, you won't have to repeat Shema. And then, of course, you can sit down to a scintillating Shabbos meal, surrounded by your family and friends and good food and good zmiras and a few divrei and just the amazing, amazing ambience of what Shabbos, Shabbos is. Tomorrow, of course, is Shabbos Kodesh Pashas Teruma. We read about the instructions of how to build the Mishkan and Aftera is the standard Aftera of Pashas Truma, where we read about Shlomo Melech building the base, the base Hamikdash. And still, Baruch Shem, still pretty long. Shabbos, Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at half past seven. It's a bit shorter than it's been the last couple of weeks, but still plenty of time to have a shlof and, and a walk and some socializing and plenty of time to learn some Torah and make it a real, real beautiful kind of, kind of Shabbos. We are beginning to go through now the laws of, of Kiddush. We finished last week the laws of, of Davening. So, as we've mentioned, there are two fundamental mitzvahs that establish that are the basis of our, of our Shabbos. One is Zohar Yom HaShabbos L'Kachoy, remember the day of Shabbos, make it holy, and Shomar Es Yom HaShabbos, right? Shomar tells us that we are commanded to uh, uh, withhold from doing anything that the Torah constitutes work on Shabbos. And through that, we create an a, a empty space in our neshama by, by not being involved in the, daily, in the daily rat race, that we now need to fill that empty space with some spiritual content, with something positive, with something worth, worthwhile which is the mitzvah of Zohar, of remembering Shabbos, right? which is, of course, to remember the Kedusha, the holiness of Shabbos, and to connect ourselves to the very basis of Emunah, which is our fundamental connection and relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. All six days of the week, we are busy working in this external world and, and we're doing our job and we're running back and forth on Shabbos. We get back to our inner world, to our Kaddish Baruch Hu, to our Neshama. And we remember, again, all those fundamentals of Emunah that we have to constantly strengthen ourselves and constantly remind ourselves about. The first fundamental concept that we remember by Kid- when we say Kiddush, is number one, that Hashem created the world. And the second is, that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, both of which are mentioned in the Kiddush. You know, there's some people who are prepared to agree to the fact that Hashem created the world, but they deny the fact and even after the creation, Hashem continues to sustain and keep the world going, to, to supervise it and to be involved and, and direct and, and be involved in every single detail of the world. By Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Hashem revealed his, his Hashkocha, his, his divine providence in, in, the, in the most blatant and obvious way possible. And we know that Hashem reveals Himself to the world through us, through the Jewish, the Jewish nation. And, and that then is the, the, the uh, implication of the second fundamental idea that we remember by Kiddush, which is Yitzhiyas time. Right? My celebration is that Hashem created the world. It's here sometimes that Hashem is in, in, in intimately involved with every single detail of, of its running. Every single event that takes place in our lives is, is intimately directed by HaKadosh Baruch These two concepts are mentioned in, uh, in, in the two, uh, two versions of the mitzvah of Shabbos that are in the Aser Sedebris, in Pashas Yisroi, where the mitzvah is Zohar, it's Yom HaShabbos, remember. And there, Hashem uh, stresses the concept of creation of the world. 
as it says, Remember the day of, of Shabbos to make it holy. Why? Because in six days, Hashem created heaven and, and earth, and the earth and everything that was in it, and he rested on the seventh day. Therefore Hashem benched the seventh day by and he made it he made it special he made it holy the the text of the Asaras in Parshas Vaschanan there the mitzvah is Shamar guard protect the Shabbos don't let it get violated and there the concept is exodus from Egypt as it says there Shamar es Yom Shabbos Lekatshe guard the day of Shabbos to make it holy. That you were slaves in Egypt. Hashem took you out of there with an outstretched arm and, and a raised hand. Therefore, Hashem commands you to perform the acts that make Shabbos into Shabbos. So, it's true that there is a connection between guarding Shabbos and Yitzhiya Smachayim. Why? In both of them, we reveal our divine neshama that's inside of us. And therefore, we are able to emancipate ourselves, to free ourselves from the enslavement of Egypt and, of course, our enslavement to the mundane world our enslavement to our, our work. And, and the, the, the essence of the mitzvah of Zohar, so that we fulfill at the time where we say Kiddush over a cup of wine. And therefore, this mitzvah actually gets broadened and extends over the entire day of Shabbos. As it says, Zohar is Yoyim Shabbos. The whole day, we make it, we make it holy. In other words, that the whole day of Shabbos to be all sanctified, to remember these two fundamentals of our emuna, and to be busy with learning of Torah, and to do this, surrounded by the pleasure of of beautiful meals and a good and a good relaxed shluff, right. And and that that is what 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 Shabbos what Shabbos is. We're going to come back with a few closing comments after the break. This is one one point nine High FM. The program is Soul to Soul, and this is the greatest radio station in all of Africa. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb, only on one hundred one point nine High FM. 1.1.9 Chai FM Soul to Soul back on your radio air of Shabbos Kodesh Pashtun on the last few minutes of our broadcast. So we're talking about the mitzvah of remembering and honoring Shabbos and the truth is it doesn't apply only on Shabbos itself even during the week. There's a mitzvah to remember Shabbos and to sanctify it and that is to honor Shabbos in all the days of the week and to prepare to, to, for the coming Shabbos, by preparing food, by, by washing our, ourselves, by cleaning our clothes, by organizing the, the house, right? In, in, in the, this mitzvah of honoring Shabbos, everyone, men, women, children, are all obligated in this mitzvah. And even though that the general principle is that women are exempt from positive mitzvahs, which have a definite time structure. And of course, the mitzvah of Zohar is a positive mitzvah that is dependent on time. Nevertheless, women are chayev in this mitzvah also, because shamar v'zohar b'diborecha. The shamar and zohar were said by HaKadosh Baruch Hu simultaneously. So therefore, they're connected one to each other inexorably. And therefore, in the same way as women are obligated not to violate any of the malachas of Shabbos, which is a negative commandment, so they're obligated in all the positive commandments. Therefore, the obligation of a woman is equal to the obligation of a man, and a woman 
can even make Kiddush in certain circumstances for a man. But a child, whether boy or girl, under Bar Mitzvah, right, uh, they're not able to say Kiddush on behalf of, of adults because uh, uh, children under Bar Mitzvah, even though they're able to understand the concept of Shabbos, certainly they're obligated in the Mitzvah of, of Shabbos as a rabbinic obligation just to train them, just to get them used to doing doing a, a, a mitzvah, while adults obviously are, are, it's actually a Torah obligation for us to be Makadish, the, the, the Shabbos. Could be that sometimes by the time we get to actually making Kiddush and we've already Davin Meirev, it's no longer a biblical obligation, but only a rabbinic obligation, but certainly it's still something that's very, very uh, important. And and uh, we do it with a full pomp and ceremony and, and intention that it that it uh, that it needs. Well, that's about all the time we're going to have this erev Shabbos. It's really so great being being with you as we spend a bit of time learning today. We learned a little bit about the importance of being as as involved as one can in Torah study and trying to trying to mimic the concept of the. Aaron of the holy ark that was in the Kodesh HaKadoshim and make ourselves completely, completely holy. And we spoke a great deal about the mitzvah of Simcha during Adah. We spoke about strategies of how to become a happier person, certain schoolists for Simcha. And now we're learning a little bit about the concept of, of uh, Kiddush on Shabbos. Lots and lots to take home, lots to mull over, and thank you all for being with us. It just leaves me with a minute to wish each and every one of our sacred radio family a beautiful, warm, inspired, together, and uplifting. Good Shabbos.